0: Of course we have very old plants like tobacco. That was a master plant for ceremonies and still in my country we use in different ceremonies, a potent ceremonies with tobacco, which through the smoke create the link between the mother earth and the heaven. To create the link and to allow the curandero to be in contact with what they call the Ayas, which means the spirits, the spirits of the other dimension and to allow the people to move in that dimension and to have the visions when they are drinking the combination with ayahuasca.
1: Welcome to Pacific Rim College Radio, a podcast sharing stories and wisdom from experts in the fields of holistic wellness and sustainable living. I am your host, Todd Howard, coming to you from Ravenhill Herb Farm, a permaculture design campus of Pacific Rim College in Victoria, British Columbia as the show's guests demonstrate. By doing small acts to embrace more mindful living, we can positively impact our communities. Ecuador is a wonderland of botanical diversity and tradition, and Rocio Alarcon takes us on a plant-based journey through its jungles, people, and ceremonies. Rocio is an incredibly grounded and gifted protector of the land and ancestral knowledge. With a doctorate in ethnopharmacology, she is the founder of the Yamoy Center, a 100-hectare region of biodiversity with a dedicated team that leads research projects, educational expeditions, and experimental workshops aimed at healing and land and knowledge preservation. Rocio specializes in work with master plants, and we examine what it means to be a master plant. We explore examples such as cacao, tobacco, and ayahuasca and how each is used in special healing ceremonies, especially by curanderos, traditional healers who journey with master plants. Rocio provides fascinating detail of ceremonies with these plants and how they are woven into the fabric of indigenous people. We also discuss the environmental challenges that are facing her people and the work she is doing to protect the jungles. Some of her conservation work is centered around hummingbirds, and we talk at length about the magical healing powers of hummingbirds, their endangered habitat, and the work Yamoya is doing to bring awareness to them and preserve their territories. Rocio is a powerful storyteller and brings the listener into a world of healing that is hanging on by tendrils to survive in this modern period of scientific and economic progress that uproots all in its path. She is a beacon of hope and a staunch protector of traditional values and knowledge. If you are looking for a planetary champion to support, Rocio might soon climb to the top of your list. Please enjoy this episode of Pacific Rim College Radio with Dr. Rocio Alarcon. Rocio, welcome to the podcast.
0: Thank you very much for the invitation and yes, I'm here to share what we were learning in the forest and with the roots of our ancestry.
1: Great, and I have to admit when I first invited you, it was only because Rosemary Gladstar emphatically recommended you. And so that was all I needed to know to send you an email to invite you onto the podcast. And then afterwards, I started to do some research and uh, I found so many things that I'm excited to talk to you about. So thank you for being here today and for doing this. Picking a starting point with your background is you've done so much in the world of plants and plant medicine, so it's, I could really go anywhere, but why don't you tell me about the organization that you founded in Ecuador?
0: Yes, um. I am from Ecuador, and I fell in love with my with my country since I born there. But there are reasons for for that love. Curandero, curandero is the name to call what now people call uh, shamans. I keep the same name that my granny uh, always give us. Say my granny always say I am a curandero. So I would say that Ecuador has the most incredible. Incredible, different healing ceremonies, and at the same time, very high level of biodiversity. Comparing the size of the country, which is almost the same size than Colorado State, and um, and the level of biodiversity, like uh, let's say twenty-five thousand different species of plants, comparing with the uh, 1500 plants program in uk which is the same size than my country so how we are not going to work with that country just to to put in the mind of the ecuadorian people and the international organizations the power of this country so uh, since i was young always i was in the forest and of course i was invited to create the uh, different organizations until at the end of the day I decided to go into the forest and have a piece of land there and create what I call Yamoy Center. Yamoy. Iamoy which means the in the local tongue from the last hunters and taking the name of the big Arpia eagle that is that is the representative eagle in South America. So um, that is the, the place, it's a little place, 100 hectares, but the center of biodiversity in the planet. Uh, we live there as much as we can and share the life with different groups and we have workshops and we try to protect the species in risk and try to, to maintain the ancestral knowledge present in that area. Well,
1: that sounds amazing. So. Iamoi. Did I say that right?
0: Yes, perfect.
1: Okay, so it it's an ecological reserve. Is that what how you could describe it? Uh,
0: it is a center of biodiversity and the center of uh, of the ancestral knowledge, and uh, it's because we try to harvest the power of that area in the way of I believe that if the habitat is in good condition, always the ancestral knowledge keeps in the practice. So we try to keep like that. It is a part of the family. We try to preserve the hundred hectares that are in the border, in the buffer zone of Yasuni National Park, which is the heritage of the planet. So being the in the buffer zone, we want to be an example of how we need as members of that communities how we can to protect the forest and give a value for that forest it's a family center that we offer to the people from all the planet who wants to learn to share to receive different different um, powers and different energies from the forest and from the people
1: so people can come there and stay and take workshops and take part in healing ceremonies as well?
0: Yes, yes. Uh, people can can be there working in the land. We have the top cacao. People want to learn how, how to harvest cacao, how to prepare, oh, wow. how to have a healing ceremony with cacao. Like was in my country. When in my country, in all the places from the Pacific region to the Amazonian, from the north to the south, always we have cacao ceremonies with incredible uh, songs and different combinations of plants into the cacao ceremony. And always singing songs from different different tribes, cultures, and people. And at the same time, people who want to learn about different varieties of master plants that we need to preserve, to protect these master plants that they were used 5,000 years ago. We can see in the iconography into the pottery, this fantastic, incredible knowledge that the people at that period already developed, just managing and working into the biodiversity of this country called Ecuador. And people who wants to make art, who wants to learn how to weave baskets and how to how to prepare curare. The last the last person who prepared curare lives in that area. And we are forgetting that. If we are going day by day to to go to the hospitals and you ask one of the GPs or doctors in medicine there, do you know what is curare? They don't know. Which is a shame. And I say, you know that people use day by day in the, into the theater for interventions? Oh no, that is a, a chemical component. Yes, the molecule is coming from the Amazonian, the curare, who paralyzed the muscles and the people is allowed to, to move and to do whatever in our bodies. But we don't know that, we forgot. And that is the reason of YAMOE Center, to keep in our memory our heritage, because it's not only for the people who live there. It's not only for the country, it's the heritage of all the people in the planet, And that we are offering in this little center called Yamoy.
1: Oh, sounds amazing. Sign me up. I, I want to come and experience this. Welcome. Can you talk a bit about the cacao ceremony?
0: Well, since I remember. My grannies always they prepare a cacao ceremonies, and uh, that was in the top of the Andes, in the Andes mountains. We have different cacao ceremony, and uh, we have a special, a special um, pots that our our grannies they were preparing, and combined with molasses and other herbs. The herbs I will I will keep for people who wants to visit us, <laughs> and. Prepare in the afternoon, so when we arrive from the school, we can hear the sounds of our wet granny saying, "Cacao, cacao." A, a beautiful woman visiting us, and give us the taste of power and energy. So we arrive from the school, at the in, 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 because we have two two periods during the day in the afternoon, 5:30, drinking cacao. And always our granny say, this give you the power to have enough energy to make the homeworks. So since that that, that time, we were learning about cacao. And of course, after our grannies and our mothers, they already have other type of ceremonies only for female or only for male together to ask about healing process or to ask about to ask the plant for energy for power to see more that we can see with the simple eyes so that was one of the ceremonies in the andes mountains in my city a simple city at that period now of course is a metropolis and things are changing so i try to keep that knowledge of my ancestry and to offer as a legacy and of course, we have other, other um, cacao ceremonies depending on the region, and that is the beauty of that country because the cultural diversity allowed us to feed with cacao through different ceremonies, in combinations. Of course, cacao with uh, cinnamon, cacao with, uh, with uh, different spices in the Amazonian cacao we have different different varieties one of the varieties discovered uh, in the south of my country probably 15 years ago in the south of the amazonian and uh, discovered atoms with a uh, very old cacao and the iconography saying that this variety of cacao was the center was in ecuador and we have the other cacao from Mesoamerica coming from Mexico. The old people who knows 1,000 years ago, probably four thousand, five thousand years ago, they already have contact. And they were moving, bringing cacao to, to the south. But recently, well, let's say um, probably 10 years ago, uh, archaeologists found in the South Amazonian in my country, they found uh, a new cacao that belongs to the Ecuadorian Amazonia, which is fantastic, and uh, it is only in the Amazonian. At the moment, uh, doing research about that cacao, that cacao has big amount of theobromine. If we compare the cacao from Mesoamerica with this cacao from the south, the amount of theobromine. And the aroma—it's no point to compare. To compare, so amazing. And the question is, how these people already 5,000 years ago they managed this variety of cacao to have big amount of theobromine. The theobromine is the alkaloid that make the people so happy, bring us to the level of fantastic happiness. Which now we are needing that type of happiness, so you can see the 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 quality the quality of this of this uh, incredible cacao. As I was saying before, uh, this country rich in cultures, we have different ceremonies with cacao. Um, what is the differences between the ceremonies? Is the combination with other plants, the combination with the uh, with different plants that are present in different environments, in different habitats in this country, so uh, we need to save the habitats and we need to save the this ancestral knowledge that, as I'm saying, is not only for the Ecuadorian people, uh, is not only for with the local people, is for the planet because that can save, that can save. Um, the knowledge, in the benefit of all of us in this Earth Mother.
1: Mm. Now you mentioned earlier about your grandmother preparing this. How important is the role of the person who is doing the preparing of any of the plant medicines?
0: We move for me, cacao is one of the plant medicine that uh, we drunk day by day. Not because we were physically uh, sick or, or illness, but because give us power, give us the quality to, to feel happy. And that was all our, our lives, let's say. So I think that in the way of master plans, the women is in charge of the preparation of the master plans. That is what, what I saw, in, at least in, in my family, in the Andes Mountains and with other healers. Most of the healers are male, but back of the male or close to the males, always we have a woman collecting the plants, a combination of the plants, and preparing the plants. So the role of the women is so important. When I move into the Amazonian, that was, uh, I will say, uh, forty-five years ago. I was young, and I went into into the Amazonian. I saw that the, the curanderos. At that period, nobody knew it. the name shaman, which now is it's uh, universal. At that period, we say curanderos or we call yachak in the local Quechua name, uh, most of them males. But I saw in each group the power of the women in the way of collecting the plants, make a local classification of the plants, and preparing the different uh, recipes, I will say, and preparing the master plants or the medicinal plants or the edible plants whatever level of the plants always the women and i will say that the women in general in general in charge of the biodiversity how many different species in the what we can call farm and we call chakra chakra is the local place where the women collect different plants medicinal master plants aromatic plants edible plants. Oh, my God, more than a 100 different species, more than a 100 different species, which give us the idea, the power of the women uh, in the way of managing the biodiversity in different regions in my country.
1: So can the curanderos be both men and women then?
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Yes. And when working with so called well with master plants, what makes a plant considered be considered a master plant?
0: Well, let's go for the simple the simple knowledge plant. The simple very well known plant I will say. Cacao. Cacao. Why people eat cacao? And uh, in using the planet, the tones of cacao of chocolate Let's say that people is eating. It's because it's a master plant. and master plants has the quality, has the quality to come to com, to have the exactly the same uh, to be a, a special transmitter into our brain to bring information like. Uh, cacao, the theobromine, the alkaloid, most of the master plants, I will say all of the master plants, has alkaloids. Alkaloids, these substances that has the quality, the quality to, to, to be very similar with our molecules in the brain and to produce different sensations. Like in this case, to be happy. My question always is, when somebody fell in love, always bring chocolates to the other person. What means that chocolate is to make the other person feel so happy? And that is a simple master plan that everybody use. Well, I will say most of the people love, love chocolate for the quality to transform, to transform the person in a happy person that impact into our emotions. So if we move more, we have, at least in my country, I was doing a research and uh, and I met with, uh, let's say, 60 different curanderos from different regions. All of them, they were combining master plants like the center of the master plants that now is very well known in the planet called ayahuasca. Yes. Ayahuasca is the name of one of the plants. One of the plants. Uh, aya is the quichua name. Aya means a spirit. Huasca means vine. Yes. So vine of the spirit. Which is growing not exactly in the forest, is growing in the gardens. In the gardens into the these little that I say these, these farms that the local people, different different communities, they have in their own gardens. And the women in charge of maintaining and protecting, harvest this plant. So uh, this plant is so important in the ceremonies of the healing process in combination with other plants. I'm happy now I can see that in all the planet, now it's very famous how people drinking the combination of these plants that now we call the beverage ayahuasca, which in my view is is not, is different. is the combination of ayahuasca plus other plants. Depending the quality of the curandero in the way that experience, and depending on the cultures, of course, um, they combine with other plants. Here, one of the plants that now is very well known and the name coming from the south, from Peru, chancruna. We don't use that name in my country. We have other names. But have, uh, is very well known in, in most of the planet. So we have, doing research, I found that average 65 different combinations of the ayahuasca with different plants. That is madness. That's amazing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So. It is in our hands to save that knowledge. It is in our hands to be responsible when people now going to, to have the experience with ayahuasca and ask the people in charge and ask the curanderos if they are real curanderos, what type of combination they are going to drink. Because the reaction, depending on the combination of the plants. That is all the other plants. Of course, we have very old um, plants like um, tobacco, you know, that was a master plant for ceremonies and still in my country we use in different ceremonies, a potent ceremonies with tobacco, which through the, through the smoke create the link between the Mother Earth and the Heaven to create the link and to allow the curandero to be in contact with what they call the ayas, which means the spirits, the spirits of the other dimension. And and to allow the people to move in that dimension and to have the visions when they are drinking the combination with ayahuasca. So I will say briefly we have let's say 20 different master plants very 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 average 20 different master plants that's why i'm saying my country ecuador should we need to call the the, the capital of the curanderos really for the power of move of the uses of the plants and the in the quality of the curanderos for healing people
1: right as you said about ayahuasca, it is now one of the most famous master plants and it is used in ceremonies around the world. I'm just curious about, for your people and indigenous, indigenously, how important uh, have ceremonies with ayahuasca been and what I, I know globally while it, why it is used. For people to go on vision quests for inner inner transformation and growth, and I'm just curious if that is similar to its use in Ecuador with your people.
0: I think that the use of ayahuasca was was changing through in the time in the time according with the dynamic of the societies. However, uh, uh, let's say 45 years ago. <clears throat> And even now, deep in the jungle, always, always, when somebody is so ill into the forest, where, remember, 45 years ago, we didn't have medical centers in the jungle, no doctors, and 100 years ago, worse, no doctors, no Western medicine. So the role of the curandero in the ayahuasca, so important, so vital to keep the community healthy. So in each house, when somebody was ill, the importance of the curandero, the person who drunk ayahuasca, to see the inside of the person and to heal that person. It was so important. Now I will say that still people before going to the hospitals, they have meetings with the curanderos before going to the hospital. is mandatory for all of us. Really? It, it, yes, it's mandatory. Of course, now we have the, the tourist activities, which now the, the, the meaning of ayahuasca is changing. It's changing because it's a way to survive, to have more money, and it's different. But for us, still deep in the jungle, And it's not only deep in the jungle, but for many many of the people in our societies, in the city, in the big city like Quito, some people going to visit the curanderos and going to share the healing process. And that is the beauty. That is the beauty that still we have in, in the cultures, different cultures. So it's very important to keep that. I need always to visit the curandero before going to the hospital.
1: And if you visit the curandero, are you always drinking ayahuasca, or can it be other working with other master plants as well?
0: Well, not necessarily, depending on the curandero, but in my time when I was young, the, only the curandero drank ayahuasca at the
1: Only the curandero did, okay.
0: Yes, and sometimes between the... the the family of the person who is who was ill, in, in in little amount, just to support the meeting. Always they say we need the support, we need the energy. But now, with the tourists going there, of course, is is more social. I will say the ayahuasca is transforming in a social reason to be together when tourist people going there. Uh, still some some. Some meetings are so beautiful and so important according with the needs of the Western societies going there. Some people want to find the other the other dimension. Some people want to find an answer for problems like anxiety, like depression, and they are going there. And it, it is so nice to see how the curanderos can treat can see inside and allow the people to feel relaxed and to have their own their own trip I will say their their own trip mm-hmm. now yes all, most of the people drink in ayahuasca but sometimes when we before going to the hospital in our case only the healer drink the ayahuasca and we are re- ready to receive the advice and to receive the movement of energy in our body because the main point into the ayahuasca ceremony is the movement of energy for the people that we believe in energies, which now science is showing the importance of the energies in the body. Moving those forces, people feel more relaxed and ready to go to, to the medical center or to the hospital or to the GP, etc. Hmm.
1: So if you go now to see a corandero for an ayahuasca ceremony where only the coronero is drinking it. Is that similar to a ceremony that one would experience that is done more for, as you said, for tourism in the sense that it's done only at night, it's done in dark dark safe space, It uh, can last for three, four, five, eight hours. Is it how does it maybe similar or different to those types of ceremonies?
0: Yes, that is a very good description. Thank you, Todd. And uh, if I'm going according with a need, if I am, I am part of that group of that society, and I am in need. Of course, um, sometimes I'm going for consultation. Let's say the person is going for consultation, for different situations. It's not only when we are ill. It is for consultations, divinations. So the curandero move the forces, and it's not all the night. It's not. It's just for period, for period during the night. And because always the ayahuasca ceremony is at night, n- not during the day, it's at night. And in the consultation for that person is face to face and sitting together. And the way to clean the body, the way to purify the body of the person the way to make us feel so relaxed, that is very important. How through the songs, through that beautiful sounds describing the forest, describing the spirits of the mountains, of the forest, of the plants, we achieve the peace, the relaxation. For me, during that period, it's a way of meditation. It's the way of meditation where I can feel my energy moving in different in different dynamic that is uh, one of the simple ceremonies and of course uh, the aroma of the plants because they use a fan we don't have music, nothing only the songs of the curandero only the bundle of plants special plants that you can smell the aroma you can feel the the body purifying with the aroma of that, those plants. So this is quite a specific ceremony that always I was part when I was visiting my friends curanderos. The other is when somebody is is needing more, uh, I would say emergency attention and all the people sitting, sometimes all the night singing and supporting that person that probably is very ill and doing uh, other ceremonies in the body. Cleaning is not only the the fun cleaning the body, but touching areas that the curandero see that needs to be treated and could be all the night.
1: Hmm.
0: And the other that is for tourist activities, when uh, you are going there and having these, uh, I don't know, leaders guiding, leaders external guides and Drums and which is completely different, but in the essence, still giving you the experience.
1: Right. So you said there is no music, but the corandero is singing some. Is that correct? Yes. Yes.
0: At least in in the ceremonies that I saw for healing process, not uh, instruments. Now it's changing a lot. Right. It's changing a lot with the influence of different. Movements in the planet, I will say.
1: Yes. And then for these consultations, I know you, you said that it's for you it's meditative and it helps people feel relaxed before going to the hospital. But can there also be deep healing to the point that someone does not need to go to the hospital from these ceremonies? For sure. Yes. That, for, sure. Is that the, for sure. Is that the ultimate goal, to try to heal this way first?
0: Yes. Uh, well, will be a, a, a long process in the way that always I like. That's why I, I organize workshops. Not with the goal only to drink ayahuasca, but to understand these different levels, qualities, variety of ceremonies. Because sometimes people saw so what people call with the, with the shock, with trauma. And probably we need to move the trauma. And you feel good. And you don't need to go to the hospital. The trauma can heal always if you have a good healer. But now it's it's important, that point, to know the good healer, the good combination of of plants into the ayahuasca, and how serious could be the the ceremony. So it is important that me as a person needing to remove the trauma, to have this ceremony. It is very popular in my country, or it was very popular visiting and trying to to release the trauma and and probably the next day i that person doesn't need to go to the hospital doesn't need the medicine i saw miracles i saw miracles with the curanderos 40 years ago when i began my activities in the jungle people was healed i saw and i have some people that i respect the names they were healed for these uh, different ceremonies
1: can you give an example of a type of healing when you say they are healed? Like from what sort of circumstances? Yes, I,
0: I will. Yes, um, I will mention uh, exactly when I was so lucky to meet the, with Rosemary, and I remember <clears throat> thirty years ago I invite them. I didn't know about uh, this group of people. Of course, you know Rosemary Gladstar; she is a bridge in the planet to to join people, and she went there and. And she went with a group of fantastic green people from the United States, the herbalists of that period, very well known. Of course, I was a person from the field doing my research, and she contacted me. And I, well, I invite to the to the to the place where I was doing my research, and I say. Please, I'm going to offer with the, the healer of this community. It was in the Pacific region, because ayahuasca is not only in the Amazonian place. In my country, it's in both sides of the Andes, they use of ayahuasca. In the, in the Pacific region, they call Pildé, which I love that name. Pildé is so harmonic. So we went that night, and the river, so brutal river. You, you don't see. You don't see the, the Mother Earth. You see the river covered with, the, with lights from fish from the river and the heaven covered in stars. It was magic. So we arrived to the house of the healer. You can, you can think 30, 30 years ago where nobody knew it about this type of ceremonies. So I, and I just met at that period three days ago, let's say. So we went there, a simple house in the middle of the forest close to the river. And the healer, very good friend, he, he invited us. He, he, pre- he was ready with the medicine, with the ayahuasca medicine, and he drunk. Nobody drunk in the group because at that period, only the healer. And he began to sing a beautiful song about the power of the river, the power of the stars. Suddenly, he called me and said, Rocio, come here. And I said, yes. And he said, you see that woman, and I say yes. He said, She's very ill. Please tell her. And I say, I'm not going to say that lady that I don't know that she's ill. <laughs> and he say You need to let her know that she's going to die. And I say, No, no, I don't accept to say that. So he say I call her close to me, I'm going to heal her. So I say, please, would you like to come here? This person was in knee and he was doing the ceremony. Took one hour cleaning and singing and cleaning and blowing in her body. Well, different different techniques into the ceremony. We finished, it was almost midnight. The rest of the people have their their own ceremonies, and we returned by canoe to our uh, to our lodge it it wasn't a lodge it was really a a cabin there very nice cabin we arrived and i was so worried because i didn't want to talk to this lady to this person next day this person i I woke up early to to prepare the breakfast with the local people and this person was waiting for me and she said rocio can i talk with you and I said, I'm sorry, I don't speak English very well. And she she said, I want to know what happened with me yesterday at night. And she said, well, the healer was doing a ceremony for you. This person told me, let me know the truth. I want to know. And I said, why did you ask me? And the person said, because since yesterday at night, stop stopped the pains in my body. I don't have a pain. After a long period, I'm sleeping perfectly well.
1: Wow.
0: What did you say to the person? I need to say the truth. She needs the right to know. So I say, well, he said that he treat you and uh, you are healed and he's going to die t- instead of you.
1: Wow. <clears throat>
0: that is all. That was all. Three months later, the healer died. Three months later. Whoa. And uh, his son sent me a message saying, my dad is dead. And the person who was in the United States sent me a very nice letter. Remember at that period, no mobiles, not WhatsApp, nothing. Yes. Sent me a letter saying, I went to to the lab and they don't find anything in my bones. All is perfect.
1: She had cancer.
0: How is that? And I saw many cases like that, but with the real healers. With the real healers.
1: And he elected to take that on himself, knowing that that would kill him.
0: Yes. That was what he told me. uh, That is the concept of a healer. The healer is a person that can heal people without any restrictions in the way of in the way of a scare or or whatever. No, it's the person who can share and can heal people. For me, that is the main point.
1: And Rocio, would that be something that other healers would do? Or was this just an extraordinary individual who had the selflessness to take that on? (laughs)
0: I will say that I was so lucky to meet with these extraordinary, extraordinary spirits that can heal people, that can move the wind. Uh, I will say my granny was one of this, those extraordinary people. When she called the wind, and the wind there, when when managed, managed the forces of the plants to heal people, the power of the plants, the molecular, that is there and always i say the real healer we don't we don't need to discuss or to argue with people when we are doing the art and science of curandero we don't need to discuss because the main point is that the pleasure of healing people the pleasure to see people happy and healthy that is the real healer
1: hmm. That's an incredible story. Wow. With your grandmother being so experienced with this and teaching you at such a young age, was there ever any doubt for you that you were going to work with plants?
0: I, well, I will say that I didn't have choice. Mm-hmm. i grew up with the plants in the in the highland and i was in meetings with the elders and listening how they talk about the transformation of the people to be the wild animals that we have inside in that moment we can heal people and growing in that environment and after going to study i wanted to move to another to another uh, place like the Amazonia, the tropical forest, to understand what they were doing and what my granny and great grannies were doing. So when I arrived there, I saw that it's the same. And in sharing the life with these different curanderos, for me was a honor and, and healing between us. Sometimes when, when they were ill, the local people, I'm very happy to support them. And in the other side, when I was sick or whatever, they were helping me. And we can see the power of the plants. It's not only the healer, it's the power of the plants. How these master plants can work with us in the way to have an agreement to heal people, to have an agreement to purify our body, to clean, to detox our bodies that is the real power
1: and then you went on you did you mentor under various curanderos i know eventually you went on to do a phd in ethnopharmacology in london what was the the journey to that like how how did you move beyond or, or move from that early education with your grandmother through that higher level training and where you are now?
0: Um, I wanted to sit on the same table, where are the the PhD, doctors and to sit and to talk about the art and science of curandero at the same level and to make decisions with that people. Because sometimes we live for other people to make decisions for us. People from the jungle, people from different parts of the planet working with plants and discovering molecules for thousand years. And suddenly here we are with information about, uh, okay, you want to write a paper in a journal, you need to have the PhD and have this and this and this. So always I have my questions about that. And I say, why not experimenting in my own person to sit in the same table with this group of people and to understand how this is working in the Western societies and make decisions together because I don't want, I don't want to lose that right of healing people that right of using master plants in the benefit of the people. We don't want to, to lose that. 5,000 years, 7,000 years of using. And now, because uh, different regulations and different, I don't know, concepts, we can lose that knowledge. We can lose those plants. We can, But don't forget that many, many of the molecules that we use that we use in science are coming of that forest and of that ancestral knowledge i will say something that really <laughs> for me was uh after finishing my phd in ethnopharmacology. i invite one of my my advisors of the phd i wanted to invite uh to the forest one of the top fantastic pharmacologists many papers fantastic experience and I said now I want to invite to this person to go to the forest to understand about what they are talking in the papers you know so this person went to the forest and uh, and we were preparing a special um, workshop about phytocosmetic and I invite this uh, professor students and um, we went there and i invite some people from the forest which they manage the molecules they manage the, the the chemistry of the plants the spiritual and physical chemistry of the plants marvelous so i say okay we are going to talk about this plant you, I say to my, my ex-professor, you will talk about how to obtain the molecular and, and on and on. And this person, we are going into the forest to, to, to see the plant in the forest and to prepare, to prepare the, 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 the medicine. Anyway, we are right there. We have already, we have the lab into the, the cabins in the Yamoe Center the students there and and we went into the jungle Our local professor i will say is one of the guaranis the last hunters he is probably 97 years old and he walked perfectly well we arrived he was looking he was looking for curare you can see in all the green he was looking for this plant and immediately he obtained the the, the the shell of the vine and he prepared with the local technology what I call local technology no tubes nothing like that just preparing and obtain the molecular and after put the exact amount of temperature with the fire without thermometers nothing and obtain the molecular and give to my professor. My God, my professor went on knee and he was crying. And he say, oh my God, how this person can obtain this without any instruments? How is this? And I say, you know what? This is into the DNA of the people. The wisdom, the contact with the plants. So my professor, my ex-professor at that period, he, he was crying. He was crying after we arrived to 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 the to the center to the lab, and he said, "I feel ashamed to show what I'm going to do with different substances to obtain the molecular. When this guy obtained in the most simple local technology in the jungle. So this one of the experience, and the other when I give one of the of the fruits of the forest, and of course the one of my friends, he's a Kichwa. he's one of the fantastic local people, he say, Rocio, you know that this fruit is going to, they used to make tattoos in the body, and I say yes, but already I sent the papers, they, they should read, and I suppose that the reactions, they know. So the same professor, he said, okay, let's go to test, and he, put, he opened the fruit and put in the skin. Nothing happens, it was, nothing happens, and and the next, all the students put in the body and nothing happens. And we say, please be sure that you read the papers. Yes, we read the information. The next day, everybody was completely black. The arms completely black. <laughs> what happened? Why? <laughs> what happened? And, and we say, the point with this fruit is that the molecular can go into our cells. It's not a simple ink, no. This is going into our cells. And after, depending on the time that you are changing your cells, you will change the color of the skin. How these people in the jungle discover this incredible wisdom? Excuse me, this this is the, what I don't find the, the answer. In the material site for me, the answer always, like all of us in the jungle, we say the spirits from the other dimension give us that information.
1: So these, there's a fruit that they ate, mm-hmm. and, and it turned them black.
0: Yes, yes. And, and you and, said
1: just just the arms or the whole body?
0: Well, depending where you put the where you put the the where you pass the substance of the fruit because you, you can apply the juice. And so during it was, 10 hours, nothing happened.
1: <laughs> okay. So they were applying it on the surface of the skin. Yes. Are they eating it also?
0: No, no. Only putting nope, the surface no of the skin. And okay. the next day or hours later, your skin is black.
1: And then does it, and it eventually turns back to its more natural
0: yes. color yes will back up to the normal color depending in the time that you change the skin cells
1: and are there any other impacts either positive or negative of doing this
0: nothing just it's a ceremony and that is how they were doing tattoos in the body really? a thousand years ago and now many women use well many women use to keep the hair always black
1: and what is the fruit
0: it is a, it's, it's into the Rubiaceae family and it's growing in the swamp areas in the, in the Amazonian. And uh, yeah, more than and welcome it... to visit and to learn because I'm teaching this type of things. So simple, yeah. but when you know about the forest, you fell in love. When you, you experiment in your own body, the experience and the knowledge of the people, you fell in love with the plants, of course.
1: Mm, yes. And is this fruit safe to eat or is it toxic to eat?
0: No, well, it is only to apply in the, in the skin and uh, it's not toxic, but it's so fantastic to see how you can you can yeah. change your body. How how these people make tattoos with the hair? They put the like the hair like uh, to, to to make designs in the body? Oh my god, amazing art. That's for me hmm. I call always the art in science of curandero art yeah. because you can use the plants and make art in science because we use plants for as a medicine as food as handicrafts whatever
1: right and back to the story with the 100 year old or nearly 100 year old man uh and your per- former professor with a the curate the, i think we call it curar
0: yes curate mm-hmm.
1: yeah what why is that such an important plant what are the benefits of that
0: yes of course curare was important for long period because uh uh, paralyzed the muscles remember paralyzed the muscles so what happened is that uh, um always in the story in the local in the local people they have a, a very nice story they say that the, the community, the, the local people they were hungry and they were dying and uh, and the big spirit appeared and said, I'm going to give you a plant that is going to help you when you are hunting and you can eat and you can eat the meat. So if you have poison plants, of course you, you are not able to use to to, to hunt the animals. Remember Thousand years ago, they didn't have a special uh, blow. Now, now they have these guns that are so brutal to destroy the, the, the areas. But they have yes. blowguns. What happened? They prepare in, the, in the darts. They put curare at the end, yes. and they shot through the blowgun, and they kill a monkey. But it's not poison. The curare is not poison. What and is safety. happening is heart attack paralyze the muscle, and the people can eat the meat safely. So they say that this the big spirit give to them this uh, plant to feed and to allow them to, to hunt the animals, to feed the, commu- the community, the families.
1: And is it used for medicine for yes. people? Yes.
0: Yeah. Now, when, when people is going into the interventions, the theater, What is what are the combination of, of, uh, let's say, of medicine, the molecules that they use? One is the um, is to make you sleepy when you are sleeping. Yes. Yes. That is one. But the other is that you the the person the 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 person who is going the doctors who is going to open the body needs to keep the muscles relaxed because all the time the muscles are beating. Are beating. So, so it's used as an the, anesthetic. Yes, yeah. paralyze the muscles. And that is the importance of that molecular. Now, of course, it's synthetic. But the design of the molecular came from the jungle, from curare.
1: Fascinating. And Rocio, is that what ethnopharmacology is?
0: Means... Um, discovering um, plants to make medicine.
1: Yes, so that's basically, that story is kind of the essence of ethnopharmacology.
0: Yes, that's why I went to study that. Just because, as I'm saying, I wanted to see the same table.
1: And I'm curious, having grown up in the jungles of Ecuador, and having all of this firsthand, and then you went to London, into the ivory towers of academia, to study this ethnopharmacology, what did you learn? What did they have to teach you that you weren't already learning from the plants and from the curanderos and your grandmother?
0: Um, well, it, it was it was so so it was the meeting with different cultures when I went to the university here. But it's something that I need to say is that the big the big heart of my tutors and my friends because i was doing some healing ceremonies into the into the department <laughs> <laughs> and that was fantastic and and for me that was normal but for them was oh my god i was using some some incense and some rituals and they were so kind with me which i didn't wow. know because you know here in uk about the safety regulations about the the consent and all the regulations which is perfectly well but for me coming from different culture it was i didn't need that type of things so my tutors always they were advising me please be careful please but at the end of the day it was so amazing how kind they were to accept first um different different view of the life different way of healing people that's one and the other is that as they told me you have the skill to be with people to convince people about about the importance of the healing process and and for me that was like a, a gift for me because I was so scared being in different culture and more scared when i need to go to spain to the basque country to make my phd dissertation in the field at the end of the day i was healing many people in that communities i was healing people there and i enjoyed a lot they were helping me to 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 make the collection of the plants and to learn about the 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 knowledge of the plants in that regions and we were doing healing ceremonies until one day i received a a call of one of the ladies from that region and saying after doing a healing ceremony treating this lady she called me and say rocio i can hear after 10 years i can hear the bells of the church and i say are you okay and she say yes after you were treating me i can hear again Thank you so much. So I was in heaven. I was in heaven.
1: (laughs) Rocio, are are you considered a curandero?
0: I wish I can be like my grannies. (laughs) 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 I'm learning. All the time I say that I'm learning, but now I I am a a granny and my great-granddaughter. Why when you call the wind, I can feel the wind with us? And I need to say to my granddaughter, because is the voice of the curanderos, our roots. And and I'm learning, but my gift is that now I love to heal people. And I heal some of the people. Very humble and very happy to do that.
1: So beautiful. Wow. How long ago did you, when you talk about these uh, healing rituals that you did in your university and during your dissertation, how long ago was that?
0: This is uh, 12 years ago, I think. Okay. Yes.
1: It's so wonderful you found people who are open to that and willing to learn from you and experience those ceremonies.
0: Yes. Yes. I will say that uh, with one of of my tutors, still we are in contact. And just three weeks ago, I was doing a ceremony because they were with COVID. And I called them because I didn't hear from them, and I say, I hope that everybody's okay in, the, in your family. And after a ceremony, they were perfectly well. And he said, here you have one one statistic number for your record. Uh, I feel perfectly well. The fever is, hmm. is not fever. So it's, it's still in the mind is this concept of statistic, <laughs> which I was learning in the university. I will say yes. that I was learning that uh, statistic design, uh, how to manage Excel to, to be the number of uh, important plants, the level of uses, uh, etc.
1: Switching topics a bit, I, I saw on your website, and I'm very curious about hummingbirds. Yes. <laughs> Please tell me about hummingbirds.
0: Yes this is this is part of the legacy of the family <clears throat> um my great granny she loves hummingbirds she was crazy for the hummingbirds and she was healing with these special uh, birds and uh, and after my granny she was teaching me and of course when i was in the, pandem- the pandemic drama i decided to write about healing with hummingbirds i wish i can write more about the hummingbirds, but I wrote the oracle of the hummingbirds because I didn't know how to, how to, to go in this, uh, in this trip with hummingbirds. And I decided to put the name of oracle of hummingbirds, 37 different species of hummingbirds and how you can be in contact with them, how you can call in the spiritual and physical uh, levels and to be healed. What, what is the meaning of this? These hummingbirds are only in America. And we American people need to feel proud of the energy that we have there from Alaska until the Patagonia.
1: There's hummingbirds nowhere else in the world?
0: No, it is only in America. And we don't know that. We Americans, we don't know that, which is a shame. I'm sorry. So what I want to create is the the road of the hummingbirds in america from alaska to the patagonia for people who wants to join with hummingbirds and to be healed for them to be treat for people who wants to learn the way to heal with hummingbirds how do you do it yeah well the encounters with the hummingbirds i, I show my students just with different techniques, you can be surrounded by hummingbirds. And exactly, only two days ago, when I, I was ready to go to the United States, but with this drama of the COVID, I decided to stay here, and, uh, and cancel all my activities. But I received an email from one of my lovely, lovely friends in the United States. She has a center, and always we offer a, I offer a workshop called "Healing the Healers." which could be for doctors in medicine, which could be for whatever people. And I, sometimes I dis, I'm changing the subjects, and I was going to, to show them how, how to heal with hummingbirds, how to be treated with hummingbirds. Hummingbirds are so enigmatic creatures that can move from one dimension to another. In that movement, you don't have time to think in, Oh my God, the problems. You go with the rib of the hummingbird and stop the anxieties and the worries. And the colors, the sounds, the movements, the way how they they touch you with the wings allow you to be here. allow you to move to another dimension and to go under what I call the addiction for the hummingbirds which we are needing in this period. They can remove the trauma. They can remove the, the worry and make us feel so happy. I will say that hummingbirds are like the cacao, the same reaction. Hummingbird through the vision, through the five senses, the same that cacao is doing through the neurotransmitters in the brain. So that is how, and I'm teaching the different techniques, uh, and I'm using uh, different techniques the students stay with me let's say 15 days and we visit different places where we call the hummingbirds i have pictures of my students with the, the hummingbirds in their hands and they are under the trance wow. and just two days ago as i'm saying i received um some some emails from my sisters in the united states and they say the moment that we talk about you and the hummingbirds a hummingbird appeared there the Ruby hummingbird, and we were in tears because we were doing one of the techniques and the hummingbird there with us. So they are so powerful. When you call them in the sight of the spirit, they are with you, ready to support you and to heal you.
1: How does one learn to call the hummingbirds?
0: Yes, we we have mantans. We have mansions and we call them. and. And, 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 yeah, you, you can ask my students and how we saw the aura of the hummingbird. Thank God we have pictures and they took the pictures. <laughs> the aura, I wow. mean, the hummingbird shining and shining and bringing us the rich energy of the other dimension.
1: Wow. Now, I have often hummingbirds will come right into my house. Come on, and time to I'll learn ha- the techniques. Well, and I just realized the just last week, I think uh, my son told me there was one in, in the kitchen. And so it was on the window trying to get out. And I just cupped it gently in my hand and took it outside. And when I started to lift my top hand so he could fly away and my son was there watching, we discovered that as the hummingbird flapped its wings to fly away, if it came into contact with my hand in any way, it would just rest again. And it would try to flap again, and if it felt any contact with my skin or any resistance, I guess, it would go back into a rest mode. And it was only when I finally moved my hand all the way away, and then he flapped, and it was a free flap that the hummingbird actually flew away.
0: Oh, yeah, fantastic experience. The hummingbird's visiting you for healing process, I'm sure. So Maybe you beautiful. know better than that what is happening in the, in, at home. And they went in for healing process, bringing wow. you energies, different energies for the family.
1: Incredible. gosh, there's so much wisdom you have to offer. It's so wonderful. I'm loving learning all of this and there's so much more. I, I so many questions I want to ask, but um, this feels like a a good place to to start to wrap things up. Uh, Rocio, where can people learn more about you and potentially even learn from you and work with you?
0: Yes. Um, of course, I, I need to learn technology. And uh, now Zoom is one of the ways I learn that uh, I'm ex- experimenting, if I will say, a contact by Zoom to help people And I have three good experiences at the moment. And it's not the same that face to face, but we need to live the dynamic of the planet and the technology. That's a good lesson in my life. So that is one way uh, by Zoom. The other is that, of course, sometimes I offer workshops. And uh, in those workshops, when I was invited to United States or to different areas, And a group of people there to, to, I offer like a learning process, but in each of my workshops, always, always is the healing process. Even you are going as a student and me going there for share what I was learning, all of us, we suffer transformation, all of us. And that is the quality of these workshops. The transformation of the person in the process of studying with me, with the ancestral roots. That is the other, through the workshops in different parts of the planet. And of course, at Yamoy Center, in our center into the Amazonia. Next year, hope the things are moving better. Uh, I'm going to offer two or three workshops and, uh, and dedicate for the people who really want to put hands in action, hands to learn about hummingbirds or about master plants or art, whatever. But hands in action. You know why? Because we are not to live forever in this planet. And you want to leave a legacy for the brothers and sisters who feel the pleasure of healing people.
1: Oh, it's so beautiful. Can kids come to the Yamoi Center as well?
0: Oh yes, my granddaughter. She went there when she was two years old. Wow. Yes, and I, yes.
1: I, I'm ready to come with my family. I want to learn about hummingbirds and the master plants. So, I'm going to keep an eye out for next year's yes. schedule workshops. Because, wow, it's so magical.
0: Yes, the minimal things that we can do for our children. For the youngest, the young people deserve to receive a planet better than we are living now. I feel sometimes so guilty about how we are living this type of legacy for the youngest. They deserve a beautiful planet. And for me, I think that if we are talking about, about the spiritual power of the ayahuasca, Always I'm, I'm cleaning my granddaughter and I want to offer to the children, not for drinking, no please, but for cleaning the different energies using the master plants. They deserve that. They deserve to have the same beverage that my granny was giving to me through the cacao, through the chocolate, to dream during the night and to feel, to feel the power of the plants. That was my healing process when I was
1: Well, you are offering so much to the children and adults and planet through your work. It's incredible what you're doing through the Yamoy Center and just your teachings and your energy in general. So, thank you for all of that. You're such a gift to all of us. I bless you. Wow. I do have a, I guess, maybe a final question, which, well, actually, um, before I head to that, any technical let's, let's cover the technical details of websites and stuff where people can find you.
0: Yes. Um, I have my, my simple website that is W W www.iamoe.org. dot
1: Okay and that is i-a-m-o-e yes iamo org. okay so that is for the yamoy center yes and is that the main website you would like people to go to
0: yes and please, okay. uh one of the things that i will ask is help us with the oracle cards because i put my pokemon in the oracle and with this in this moment the main point is for the people who buy the oracle we can buy trees that are in risk we want to put the trees for the hummingbirds really I am determined to create to create the the trail of the hummingbirds in America and we need especially with children to put a trail even a little pot. If people living in the cities put a pot for the hummingbirds, put flowers, the bridge of flowers, mm. to create this trail, and to join, and to and to find the healing process with hummingbirds, and uh, and for each oracle that people buy, we we can buy trees for the hummingbirds, so what, help us.
1: What are the oracle cards?
0: The oracle cards are. Um, Thirty-seven oracle cards. They they are in a box and have a book in Spanish and English. And uh, and you can you can find in my webpage the cost and how to find in United States. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: And what what are they? Um, they're images, pictures, paintings yes. of plants, hummingbirds. Yes. More
0: you can you can see in each card you have the 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 picture of one species of hummingbird and the quality the spiritual quality that offer for you that hummingbird for that day or for that week so you you pick one of the cards and you let's say the hummingbird is saying to you uh humble to give an example and when you find in the book you can read how you can join with that hummingbird for that day through the meditation through the the picture through the plants different different uh, uh, ways and how to find in the natural habitat at the same time the description of the hummingbird in the natural habitat and in the reverse of the card you can see the one of the flowers that they love
1: Mm. So 37 cards, did you say there's 37 types of hummingbirds earlier?
0: Yes, you have 37 cards with the scientific name, with the spiritual quality. And in the book, the description, spiritual and physical description of the hummingbird. So for kids it's so good because the kids can, can see the hummingbird and say, Oh my God, the, the hummingbird is bringing to me, um, different spiritual qualities. Uh, curandero or um, protection different different qualities yes
1: okay now I see as you're talking I see on your website you have some places in Europe and the US do you have any place in Canada or it is in United
0: States and from United States you can you can uh, you can receive in Canada
1: are you interested in Pacific Rim College selling those in Canada?
0: Yes, please. It would be fantastic because uh, we need okay. support. We need support. Okay. And, and seeing Canada, the hummingbirds. I, I'm reading a book about the big risk you are losing hummingbirds in Canada, which is a really? shame. Yes. Oh, my wow. God. Yes. Okay. So uh, please support this idea to create the the, the trail of the hummingbirds in America. Wow. We the America. To produce positive, incredible vibration of the hummingbirds for the rest of the planet, we mm. can do that together.
1: We have so many here on on our farm. We have Anna's hummingbird and yes. the Rufus hummingbird. Rufus, Rufus
0: yes. hummingbird.
1: Yes, yeah. exactly. beautiful.
0: Hannah's Hannah's is suffering a lot. I was reading only yesterday about Hannah's hummingbird is adapting is adapting to to stay in those other places. For the climate changing. So sad how how is changing this hummingbird in, in that areas. Ah
1: <sighs> yes. Well, thank you for bringing this to our awareness.
0: Yeah, that time to work with animals, time to work with birds.
1: Yes. Well, I will. I'll talk with you via email about maybe carrying those cards in our bookstore at the college. Please. And then with those oracle cards just to give a sense how many are you planting trees at the yamoy center or are you planting trees elsewhere with that money
0: yes we, we want to we want to put now the trees in the andes mountains and because in yamoy center we can put at the same time trees we already put 500 different trees wow which and are in I- danger
1: what's the do you have an estimate of the cost of one tree
0: yes Uh, each tree the cost is uh, average let's say uh 20 including transportation the way of caring and uh, and we are uh, buying the trees from the local communities because we encourage them to put native plants because hammers are needing native plants and and uh, we are buying from them and please join us And what we are doing is for each people who decided just moving from little from the oracles at the same time if people wants to support us um, we put a plague with the name of the person or the institution of the school university whatever we put the plague and we put in the tree some of the students they went to visit the tree they were in tears uh-huh. because baby tree and now five years later or six years later uh, oh my god the trees are there with the name into the family or the children so we are doing that please support us
1: and so these are local trees that i'm presuming have been deforested from the andes through our onslaught of the forest so you're helping to replant them with uh, the local species
0: yes and we want to create the first center the first healing center with hummingbirds in the land of my granny already the land is ready and we want to reintroduce plant species and to create the first center so please help us that is the reason
1: wow i am so inspired by what you're doing thank you so much i have one Parting question, and this is kind of a step back earlier to what we were talking about uh, in two ways. You were talking about healing healers, and that brought up for me a question of the curanderos. Do they use the master plants to heal themselves, or do they turn to other curanderos for healing? Yes,
0: we are working between us. We always need support between us. And of course, um, we need to be humble. One of the main characteristics of the curandero is to be humble. And uh, needing support, you need to find a top curandero, a good curandero who manages the plants, who can see inside of you and just move the forces. That's all. That is the meaning of curandero. So you visit, one curandero can visit to another and and talk between them and say listen the differences is that between curanderos people can dream together the master plans and can heal between them special meetings special ceremonies i was so lucky to meet in these ceremonies with elders which already i have only the pictures they pass away and and see the power of divination and see the power of healing people for God's sake, 5,000 years in that in that way of healing people. How we can doubt of that? That is the science and art of curandero from America.
1: Hmm. And do you have a favorite master plant to work with?
0: Oh, yes. Oh, yes.
1: <laughs> what is it?
0: <laughs> well, um... Of course, uh, I love one of the combinations, ayahuasca with another plant, which is mild, is gently, it's sweet, and because the experience needs to be marvelous. You don't need to be vomited in having diarrhea all the time. You don't need that. And I was talking with my students, say you need to feel the power of the plant in the gentle way, like uh, the women can prepare. Hmm. So we have different preferences into the into the, the master plants, and, and like talking again again about cacao, you have preferences with the with the other plants like cacao with different combinations that make you feel heaven, heaven, yes. and the next yes. day happy and ready to work, happy and ready to support other people.
1: I want some of that cacao.
0: Yeah.
1: So when you're when you're working with your brew of ayahuasca, are you, as the curandero, only drinking it, or are the people you are working with also drinking it?
0: Yes. Uh, depending, if by mean workshops, of course, I need to respect the position that I am in charge of the students, and I and I need to answer their questions. So I'm I'm teaching and and I offer them to see how is the plant in the field, where, all the process, the natural life of the ayahuasca. The minimum things that we need to learn is the natural landscape of the ayahuasca. Where is coming from? How is the characteristic of the plant? How many varieties? At Yamoe Center, we have different varieties of ayahuasca. We don't have one single. Depending, many, many people, many local people working there, and collecting the plants and bringing and saving these plants. So uh, when I'm in that level, when when I'm with my, my friends, my partners, my curanderos, friends, of course we are testing little amount to see the qualities to learn between us. And when you are healing, of course you want to see inside of the body and you want to talk with the plant and you want to see the stars so depending in the moment that you are living in your life and at the same time the beverage is a medicine when you want to kill parasites in your body you need to know the doses when you want to apply in your skin for for medicine you you are doing that practice too so these type of things i'm teaching to my students
1: Oh, wonderful. Thank you. Thank thank you for all of the wisdom that you are passing on to me and to the listeners and to everyone in general. She's such a beautiful woman with an in, incredible spirit and just a, a great mission on this planet. So thank you.
0: A pleasure. With all my heart, ready to to share the simple things of I was learning with with my family
1: well please keep doing it we need <laughs> we need more of you
0: Visitas, visitas.
1: I I will I'm going to go talk to my wife about it and do some more research on your website but it sounds amazing so yes I sign me up I'm I'm ready to come
0: thank you very much more than welcome and uh, and see you there
1: okay thank you so much Thanks for listening to this episode of Pacific Rim College Radio with Rocio Alarcon. For more about Rocio and the Yamoi Center, visit yamoy.org. That's I-A-M-O-E dot Consider purchasing a set of Hummingbird Oracle cards and help reforest their migration routes. If you are interested in studying Western Herbal Medicine, the School of Western Herbal Medicine at Pacific Rim College offers world-renowned programs, including world's first study options, combining Western Herbal Medicine with acupuncture and holistic nutrition. Visit pacificrimcollege.com to learn more. Also, don't forget to check out our online education in herbal medicine by exploring the amazing course offerings at pacificrimcollege.online, including many courses featuring other guests of this podcast. Sign up for our newsletter to receive special offers on our newest releases. If you are interested in receiving clinical services in holistic nutrition, herbal medicine, and acupuncture in Chinese medicine, the student clinic at PRC provides more than 7,000 annual treatments. Live holistic nutrition and herbal medicine consultations are both available online, while acupuncture and Chinese medicine treatments can be had at our Victoria campus. Free treatment options are available in all areas. Visit the student clinic at pacificrimcollege.com for more information and to book your appointment. If you enjoyed this podcast, share it with your friends and family and give it a five-star rating on whatever podcast app you are using. Thanks for tuning in. Until next time, develop a relationship with a master plan and discover what it has to teach you.